welcome back to Let's Wookie with an unofficial Star Wars podcast. Undefeated stuff. <laughs> later, as as later. don't even as always I am Ian and across from me is my cohort in crime. Hello everybody, I am Jay. How are you? And we are here to chat more Star Wars. More Star Wars. Woo! Who doesn't love Star Wars? Clearly, if you're watching the show, you do. Yeah. Or you just love making fun of Jay and I. Which yeah. is fine too, as long as you're watching. We'll take which your is, money. I think why my wife watches. Just, ah. to make, just to make fun of me. You know, it's funny. I um, have, you, have you seen um, when Kevin Smith talking about um, he was on tour and his wife came with him, and in between shows he like came back and like was seeing her in the in the oh, hotel, yeah. and and she's like, you know, honey, I'm not really like not. the Kevin Smith demographic, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, you're not, you're fucking Kevin Smith. Yeah, how can you not? <laughs> yeah, but I get that because my ex and I were like that too. She's like. I love you, but I'm not really like an Ian Benzman fan. Yeah. Like I'm not like you're like the people you would reach to. Like not me. Well, my wife always says because my my wrestling name was Eddie Venom. She's like, I really like Jay Adams a lot. <laughs> Eddie Venom, not so much. <laughs> I'm like, oh come on. Oh man. <laughs> and every time I get a little attitude, she's like, up oh, up, oh, you're you're becoming Eddie Venom. Let's bring that back down. I'm like, ah oh, well, all right. <laughs> Well, as let's get things rolling. Uh, this week we're going to start, as always, with our cast and crew member of the week. This week I'm picking someone a little more obscure. It's a character that a lot of people love and has been involved in a lot of really awesome, funny stuff. Yeah. But has a very tiny role in this in the series itself, and that would be the guy who plays Lobot, John Hollis. Lobot, who's always been a cool character. Yes. He was always, he was he was very a, a very visual character. Yep. He was a normal human, no like makeup, but he had this yep. this headpiece on him that came around. It, it, it was just a cool cool looking character, like yep. a very different looking character. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what's really interesting to me is I, one of my, we say this all the time, but one of my favorite things about this segment is learning more about them. Yeah. And um, as someone who is a ginormous James Bond fan, to learn that he was yeah. Blofeld in that cold open from um, uh, For Your Eyes for Only, eyes open. Oh, yeah. uh, it's so cool to me. <clears throat> yeah, that that was the one with the uh, wheelchair, right? Where, yeah, yeah. So no, he... that's the one that where like the rights were kind of like Thunderball. You know what I mean? It's still it's like basically Thunderball. Right, right, right. So yeah. he kind so he tried to kill James Bond, but failed. So James yep. Bond like dropped him down a chimney. Down a chimney. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in his wheelchair. Yes, I like in it. the wheelchair. I like it. Yeah, but yeah, you he... know he was in the background of. Uh, Actually, apparently, three of the Superman movies. Yeah, he played an elder of Krypton in Superman 1 and 2, and then he was a Russian general on the worst Superman known, yeah, I was known gonna, to man. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. Superman Returns Dude, really... Dude, better than Superman 4. I don't know. I just watched it again, and it was... It was... <sighs> it was if, if, nothing else, uh, if nothing else, Kevin Spacey makes up for... No. No, he doesn't. As far as... That's it, not mine, Lex Luthor. No. Well, no, but he makes it better than, uh, than Superman 4, though. Okay, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Superman That's 4 is saying. one of the biggest colossal train wrecks <laughs> yes. in superhero film history. I will give you that. But so is Superman Returns. Correct, but I'm just saying on levels. I, 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 would, I would pick Superman Returns over Superman Fair 4 enough. every day. Fair enough. And also, apparently, I, I didn't know this, but he was also in um, Doctor Who. Yeah, I never was a Doctor Who guy, but uh, you know, I, I know how big that is culturally. Um, I, I wasn't for a very long time, and I used to make fun of my uncle. Like, oh, you know, his villains are guys who have plungers, like garbage cans with plungers. <laughs> and and then when I got Netflix and like I had finished like watching everything I wanted to watch, I was like, what the hell do I watch? Because this was still before Netflix was like... Here's new shit every day. Um, and so I started watching the new Doctor Who, and I got freaking hooked. Yeah, I, I don't 
I don't just I I've never watched an episode, so I don't understand. I don't understand the what what a TARDIS is. I don't understand what the 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 phone booth is. Time and relative dimension in space. Okay, but is that the the, the phone booth? Yeah. Yeah, the TARDIS is the phone booth. Well, so okay, TARDISes so, all, don't all look like phone booths, but they have a thing called the chameleon circuit, which allows them to adapt into whatever situation they're in. And the Doctor's TARDIS specifically got stuck on that phone booth. Okay, so I thought that that robot, though, was a TARDIS. What is which that robot? robot? The Dalek? Like, is that like, what it is? Are you talking is? about the garbage cans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those yeah, are Daleks. Kind of like, uh, okay. Those are Daleks. No, it's actually really funny. I was watching Lego Lego Batman movie hmm. the other day, and in there, there's Daleks in the Lego Batman movie, but oh, really? they only say it once, and otherwise they go... British robots. Ask your nerd friends. <laughs> so my friend yeah. Michelle goes, "What are those?" And I was yeah, like, that makes "Daleks." Sense. That makes sense. <laughs> but <Yeah>. so Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Lobot. Um, it, actually, Lobot specifically is probably in my one of my favorite robot chicken sketches is the one where he's dancing to the disco theme. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah, that's literally right. I yeah. forgot about that. Uh-huh. When I went to Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> I posted. Someone took that 15 second clip and put it in an hour loop. So I shared that, and I was like, "Enjoy." <laughs> so real quick, I just that's a that's a Dalek. Dalek. Yes. Okay, that's a, that, that's what I, I thought that was yeah. a TARDIS. No, that's know. a Dalek. How about, they really ripped off R two D two on that. I think that predates R two D two. Really? I'm don't quote me on that, but if I'm not mistaken, the Daleks predate Star Wars. Because huh, that top of that definitely looks like the the top of. I'm trying R2-D2. to think because the Daleks appeared, I believe, in the second episode of Doctor Who and the original Doctor Who. Was 1963. Oh, all right. Well, ah, George Lucas ripped it off from them then. <laughs> yeah, by more than a decade. <clears throat> wow. Well, I like R2 better. So yeah. Well, so I mean, everyone loves R2. Right. Everyone loves R2. In fact, so much so that like he theoretically got maybe really badly damaged in the Star Wars version. That didn't <laughs> yeah, happen, and, and people the freaked went out. Insane. Even though the, the the version didn't happen, but they Which, still freaked. By out. the way, I have read it now. Oh yeah, did I you read do that? Duel of the Fates. Um, I gotta say, a lot of it reads like Star Wars fan fiction. Mm. Um, some of it reads like they were trying to get the essence of the EU, mm. and then some of it is just really cool. Really? Um, oh yeah, no. There's certain moments in that script where like ah, but huh. like at the same time, it really does. It's interesting. It's almost like you know how for we've been talking for a minute about how they shifted what was going to happen with Rise of Skywalker because of the Last Jedi. Mm. It really seems more like. If they took their time, The Force Awakens would have been closer tonally to The Last Jedi and, and what they wanted to do with Rise of Skywalker. Because Rise <laughs> of Skywalker originally, was when it was Duel of the Fates, was very much, very much a sequel to The Last Jedi. Right. And not what we got, which was basically, forget that movie happened. Yeah, Here's what should have been part three of a three-part story, but we're going to give you the third part without right. giving you the first two. Yeah, so that that was more of a continuation of that story where yes. what we got was... Yeah. Yeah. Which I got to say, <laughs> you know, I, I, like I said, I, I, I've came out and basically been like, look, The Last Jedi is not as, as horrible as I, I made it out right. to be when I first saw it, but I still loathe it. Like, what they do with Luke, just right. I can't get past that. That just I was waiting so long, and then even longer, because you're waiting for The Force Awakens. Force Awakens, right. you're like, Luke! Yeah. And then at the end, you barely get him, and you're like, okay, the next one is going to be where we're going to get the badass Luke. And then... Not so much. But I mean, that's 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 genius of them. It kept you on that line. Oh, it, it did. You, I just know, wish it, it paid it. off. <laughs> I just wish because because then when you finally see awesome, cool force stuff happening, a it's not like you've ever seen force work before. Because right. like 
No one's ever lived in space and came back, as yeah. far as I know, from the Force. Mm-hmm. And Leia's doing it after not having any explanation to why she has Force training or anything, which I think is why they threw which it in the Rise of Skywalker. Well, yeah, but I think they, I think they would have thrown that in anyway. I think yes. that, because. Uh, just because of you know they did, even though the EU is not canon they still took some stuff from the from oh, the with, EU so without and, question and, specifically and Rise of Skywalker yeah Oof. well we're gonna talk later on about an article somebody wrote about the Rise of Skywalker and how he thinks it's just completely doomed the Star Wars franchise yeah. basically which, but, which is yeah. funny because I would say that it was the Last Jedi yeah I would say it's the Last Jedi because well, clearly the Last Jedi was so divisive that they had to change things around for the ninth movie mm. which has affected everything else the entire universe the entire yeah. universe so i would say it's the last jedi's fault yeah. but well, we'll you know. discuss that later i think yeah. this guy's just trying to make a name for himself but anyway oh i mean a lot of the people <laughs> yeah. so on to a news hope um so this is a pretty interesting article um you know for any big star wars fan you're very much aware that luke skywalker used to be luke star killer mm-hmm. and the original script was it was like the journal the journal of luke skywalker and the guardian or the journal of the wills and yeah Bunch of whatever, but he was definitely he was Luke Skykiller or yeah, Star Killer, even to the point where they even started filming and he was still yeah. Star Killer. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yep. that was that's what was interesting about it. They actually, when they finally decided to change it to Skywalker, yep. they had to reshoot that infamous scene where yeah. uh, Luke meets Leia in the in the uh, um, in the jail and takes off his helmet. He says, "I'm I'm Luke Star- Skywalker. I'm here to rescue." Yep. And uh, so he originally shot that with, with Luke, Luke Star Killer. Killer. Yeah, and, and so we found out why he changed it, <clears throat> and it's really nothing more than the bad connotations. of of Star Killer, but it does make perfect sense because of the time frame that it was without at. question. So basically, uh, the the name Star Killer Lucas was worried about because back in '69 the Manson murders happened. Yeah, Sharon Tate was killed, and he was kind of called a Star Killer. Star Killer. And back, you know, that was back in the early '70s into the into the mid '70s. Stuff didn't just go away like it did because we didn't have the internet, so we didn't have a million different news stories. We had a few different really big news stories that would that would keep going on. Yeah, and so people still had that thought in their head of of the Manson killing, and they, you know, they were worried that maybe Manson wasn't the only one, and other movie stars would be attacked and stuff like that. So just because of that, he he got rid of the Star Killer name because he didn't want to to. And invoke any kind of uh, right. connotation like that, right? Which, which is smart. I, I think that's smart. And honestly, who knows what would have happened with Star Wars if that was his name when it came out? You never know. Yeah, Little exactly. stuff like that is huge effects <clears throat> on things. Oh yeah, definitely. And then you know, but JJ he brought it all back around when they, you know when he made uh, Force Awakens. He got yeah. to uh, he called the base Star Killer Base. So yeah. it's kind of kind of full circle, circle. Yeah, which is funny because it's a big circle. Hey, it is a big circle. <laughs> yes, Ian puns for ten points. Ah, boy. Um, so <clears throat> this next thing is is just quintessential Harrison Ford. I love when <laughs> yes. he gets interviewed about Star Wars. Like in this article specifically, there's a thing where it's like, "So I'm about to get lowered into kryptonite." And the guy goes, "Carbonite." Yeah. He goes, "Oh, I just work here." Yeah. Like I love that Harrison Ford is a gem. He's he he's the epitome of cranky old man. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he 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 was in the movies, but he doesn't really give a damn. Right? No, I mean, not at all. Well, because there was that whole thing about like someone asked him on Reddit because he did the Reddit AMA. Oh like, yeah. Who shot first? He's like, I don't care. Yeah, he's like, I do not care. So <laughs> yeah. he uh, what brought this up is he did a uh, he's doing a bunch of uh, uh, <clears throat> a bunch of press for his new movie called The Call Wild, the Wild so which did, looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a remake. Yeah, but all the animals are CGI, which bothers me. Yeah, I don't like when all the animals are CGI. I kind no, of unless kinda, Planet of the Apes, which looks good. well, yeah, because it has to be because the suits looked horrible. Yeah, so he yeah he's doing this uh, interview with USA Today and, and and they you know brought up about the Forest Ghost. Yeah. 
And uh, well, because that's specifically that's, whether he was a force, right? Ghost because in Rise that's of been kind of a you know people are wondering. Well, in is that, that scene, how the force works? <laughs> exactly. Is it they were so they were saying? Well, is that was that a projected image by Leia uh, using the force, or was it actually a force ghost? Right. So this guy, you know, asks Harrison Ford, "What do you think?" And he's like, "I have no idea yeah, what a force ghost to, is." Quote specifically, goes, "A force ghost." <laughs> I don't know what a force ghost is. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. I'm not talking loud enough for your recorder. I have no blank idea what a force ghost is, and I don't care. And I don't care. That's is awesome. so Harrison Ford. That's it's so funny. like so Harrison Ford. And I, I keep hearing it in the voice that uh, uh, Kevin Smith and uh, Ralph Garman, they do a yeah. uh, podcast, uh, Hollywood Babylon, and yeah. he always does that's Ralph Garman's uh, yeah. impersonation of, of of Harrison Ford, and it's pretty yeah. pretty dead off. Oh, it's pretty dead. <laughs> and and so actually, care. you know, it's funny um, that we talked about that. We totally forgot to talk about something. Clone Wars. Yeah, we're, comes out February twenty first. Comes we out are in literally two days away. Yes. This Friday, when you're watching this episode, which is today, because <laughs> it's not Wednesday. <laughs> It's Friday. You could be watching the Clone Wars. Absolutely. And so it's really cool. I'm actually really excited about this because um, they released the first couple episodes unfinished online a while ago, back when we didn't think we were actually going to get oh, right. more of them. Um, and so we're getting a whole thing about the Bad Batch mm-hmm. and uh, Group 99. Yeah. So they were brought up, you know, in the in the series beforehand. Yeah. And but they never had kind of a completion. No, never. Never really told the story no. all that well. So. Um, Dave Filoni obviously is in is in charge of this season, yep. and he's they they're saying he basically has filled all the gaps between um, uh, uh, between the Attack of the Clones yeah. and Revenge of the Sith. Every story that you've wanted to see that we didn't get to a completion for, we're gonna get. Yeah, so it's gonna be exciting. I, I'm excited to see it. I'm I know I'm gonna be oh, me too binging like crazy. The only thing I'm bummed about is they're doing one episode a week. Yeah, which I get why they're doing it. They want to expand the content, especially with nothing Marvel related coming out until mm-hmm. August, or nothing Star Wars for that matter coming out again until the Mando in October. Right. Um, you know, I, I will say this: I think DC Universe, for whatever fact they're fading and they're going to get pulled into HBO Max, whatever, they nailed it on the head with the release of the new Young Justice episodes. Oh yeah, because you would get three at a time, and then you'd have to wait. And then you get three at a time, and then you have to wait. And I think that was genius because it gave me enough where I could binge every week, but still had the anticipation of more episodes. Whereas this one, it's going to be like you're going to watch a 23-minute episode, and then it's like, crap. I have a whole week to wait. Right, right. Well, that's what happened with Mandalorian, though. Well, that's your traditional TV. That's your traditional TV, but I think that. I think that it, but you know, with these uh, streaming services, it's kind of hard to tell whether people are gonna are gonna yeah. stick with it and come back each week, or right. whether they'll just binge. I, I see the pros and cons of both, you know, because like when Netflix, you like just Lock and Key just came out. If mm. you haven't watched it, watch it. Really amazing. I haven't read the comic. Yeah, I heard you post about it. Yeah, no, good. I might I might actually go pick up the comic because the show is so good, hmm. um, and it's one of those things where it's like awesome. I watched this. Now what? Mm-hmm. And Netflix supplements that by going, okay, well, here's seven more series coming out in a couple of days because, right. like, you have the new um, Altered Car- Carbon seasons coming out, mm-hmm. and then you have all this other original movies and stuff, and and so that's how they handle it. But very much so, I'm curious to see if Disney Plus keeps to what they're doing and has that weekly release model, or if it gets to the point where they're going to put out so much content where it's going to be here's a full season. Right. Well, I think they they're going to kind of play it by ear because I think I think because of the the. Uh, Mandalorian kind of proved that even with these streaming services that people are used to uh, binging, 
they were coming back. Yeah. You know, because that basically there's so much content out there, it's hard to keep people's attention. Mm -hmm. So when you have somebody's attention for one week and then you go away and you're not coming back right. for another week, it has to be damn you good. To, you have to wonder whether it's going to work. Yeah. No, and you got to be like. And it did like, work with uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah. So. Well, if you think about <clears throat> Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. That show, you had to wait years <laughs> yeah. between season two and season three. Thankfully, I got on the bandwagon closer to when season three came out right. but your show is so loved and so like needed by the fan base that they can go hey we're doing a new season but we're only giving you the first five episodes we're not going to tell you when the right. next five are coming could be this well, year that was that was uh that has precedent though with uh um what is the the gangster show on hbo uh, sopranos sopranos is that how they did that i mean there was there was sometimes two years before before in between seasons. Well, same thing with BBC. And my same... favorite show. Well, before Legion, my favorite show was Sherlock. Oh, gotcha. I'd get three episodes and it'd be back for three <laughs> weeks, and then I gotta wait four freaking years for the next season. Yeah, that's it's what they did mind with, with Sopranos. They took a couple years in between, um, and even Game of Thrones. Right. I mean, you had eight episodes one season, then you yeah. had to wait two years for another season. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, it's it's kind of like it's like okay. Fine, take away my crack. Yeah, because that you know what more is yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like they they'll know that you'll wait for it. Yeah, you're not gonna fall off. So and they, so that's the kind of thing you were saying is, are they gonna stick mm -hmm. around? Are they gonna leave? How does that all work? You know. I think we'll. I think this series will be kind of a test, as far as because we already know Mandalorian worked. Yeah. We're gonna see if this series is kind of a test, and if the people, if the viewership stays up for yeah. being released every week, yeah. I think they'll stick with that model. Yeah. Um, just to keep anticipation up and yeah. like you said because they've only got so much content to put on right now they have to kind of stretch it all out yeah absolutely alright drum roll please uh. now for that's no moon that's a rumor ah, yes see but if you I got it yeah but shut up I got right, it leave right, me alone alright alright I'll give it let to you let me take my I'll victories and run with that I'll give it to you yes I'm <laughs> with an asterisk fine asterisk Whatever. <laughs> Take away my gold medal. I don't care. So it's like Barry uh, Bonds. Yes, yeah, so you hit a lot of home runs, but we all know why. So okay. <laughs> I was sitting here just okay. There's no room. There's no room. There's no room. There's no room. All right. So we still don't know what Project Luminous is, and apparently that's a problem. Yeah, well, um, it could but, be for sure. But we're. I mean. We're five days away from finding out from what it is. And, I mean, from the what we're kind of putting together, it seems like it is some sort of publishing-related mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, supposedly it's not going to actually re relate to movies or video yeah. game whatsoever. It's going to be publishing. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's involved, so it'll be yeah. comic books, things like that. A lot of people think it's like a a point-of-view-style anthology series. Mm -hmm. I personally think—and a lot of people think it's tied to The Empire Strikes Back. Really? Um, I personally think we're going to get a lot of one shot. I think this might be Marvel's, or not Marvel's way, but Disney's way of going, let's see what will stick. Right. And I think we're going to get a lot of one shots with new people in different parts of the universe. And I think this might be where, Mar or sorry, Marvel, Disney hmm. starts to kind of play out. <laughs> Basically, it's the same thing. It really it is. <laughs> um, especially with Kevin Feige starting right. to do some Star Wars stuff. But I think this is where they're going to have the playground to really see what will work moving forward. Well, it's just is is just weird because they, you know, announced this back in April of 2019. We're not going to find out until a few days, almost a year in advance where we, they literally there's been no Nothing. details come out. Nothing. Usually when they announce something and then okay, we're going to tell you what it is later, you still get some little bits and pieces of what yeah. it's going to be, but there's literally <laughs> nothing, which leads to the fact that could it all be a big letdown? Well, you know what I mean. After building up all this could. anticipation for almost it a year, totally could. well, because Project Luminous, it just sounds like something really cool, and you're just gonna be like, "Oh, it's a print thing." 
You know, what would be cool. I mean, this is—I just popped into my head. If it, like Did you Disney said, if figured it was, out how to give people force powers, and no. that's what the Project Luminous is. That'd be cool too. But uh, no, if it was uh, like you said, maybe it's kind of an, uh, uh, something. Maybe it is like a Project Luminous is actually like a uh, code name for what the actual uh, mission was. Yeah. So like something, something cool like. Many Bothans died to bring us this. Maybe this is. Maybe this could be information. You know that whole story about. I kind of thought Bothans, that was what know? Rogue Two would be about if they did like a yeah. Rogue Two. Would yeah, be yeah, about, yeah. about the Bothan spies because yeah. they mentioned that so like bluntly. In yeah, the movie, yeah, yeah. And it's I, just like okay, you showed us the first one, show us the second one. So I mean, that's that's that is definitely going to be one of the stories. I'm sure one at one of these points. Oh yeah. Um, either whether a Disney Plus show or whatever, but I mean, it could be anything, but. That's the thing, man. With this much buildup and no details, once they finally tell us what it is, if it's not huge, people are just going to be like, Yeah, uh. pretty on par with the rest of the announcements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we'll we were talking about this earlier. This guy posted an article that basically, Star Wars may never recover from the damage done by Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. We do not have the time to get into this whole article. Dude, this guy went on and on he and went on. on and on. And like and I said, I, I think this guy is, I don't even want to say his name because that's basically all. He's just trying to make a name for himself. That's what a lot of writers do. They come he's up with something. He's a senior contributor. Yeah, he's a he senior contributor. He covers the film industry. Forbes. Yeah. That's what, that's, what, that's what his tagline said. He yeah. said, I, I cover the film industry. Yeah. So he's trying to make a name for himself. You know, obviously, uh, Star Wars, it, it is a very polarizing, the Rise of Skywalker was very polarizing as far as, yeah. it's not, not as polarizing as Last Jedi, oh, yeah. but, uh, you know, he claims that that, because of that was the end of your Skywalker saga, they basically blew it. And now the entire thing is tainted. Yeah, which is such an overdramatic, like, an act, Absolutely. Like, and, he, and he's relating this to the box office, which it didn't do as, you know, okay, 2019 had some huge blockbusters. Yeah. Um, but Rise of Skywalker still made a billion dollars worldwide. Well, you got to think all six of them made almost six billion off a collective, like, 1.2 billion. Yeah. So that's... That's not a, but a because, bad chunk of change. But because there's other movies that did better, even Joker did better. Yeah. Well, that's because the budget was so. Yeah, much exactly. Smaller. They're saying so. He's he's saying, well, now the whole thing is tarnished, and you know, no matter what they come out from now, the entire Skywalker saga is tarnished. And I, yeah. I think that's a, just a bunch of. I BS. think that's such an overdramatic reaction. Right. Absolutely. Uh, he says, yeah, you know, if they would have delayed it a little longer than some of these plot points could have been fixed and things like that, but they were in such a rush to put it out that it just ruined everything. Yeah. I don't know. And it was the ninth biggest grossing movie of 2019, which isn't great for a Star Wars movie. He even suggested if they would have just waited until 2020, it would have, yeah. it, then it would have been more successful. I agree. It still would have made the, more, the same amount of money, but just because they I were... I do agree with him on that point, though, because I, I, cause from what I've been hearing with all the editors and all the people who were involved, if they had taken a little more time and been like, maybe it should be 9 and 10. It might have been yeah. a more fleshed out story. That, Not that I, I didn't. Like, right. So, like I said, I enjoyed Rise of Skywalker. I am very aware it's not the best, but it, there was no moment like in the Last Jedi where it was like, ah, right, right, throw exactly. my popcorn in the air and scream at the guy next to me who starts to cry because he doesn't know why the guy's screaming at him. But to me, I mean, his one of his things was if you delay it till twenty twenty, then then it'll be one of the top grocers of twenty twenty, probably depending on what movies come out. Yeah. Because there were such big movies in 2019. To me, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They still make the same amount of money. I don't care what rank they came in that year. Yeah. You know, just as long as they did well enough to keep the thing going. <laughs> That's yeah. all I care about. Yeah. I so, could, could and him agree. saying that this tarnishes the whole Skywalker saga is BS because. No, I agree. And, it's not know. like Game of Thrones, where the last season, like, you got to think about this Game of Thrones uh, was out for 10 years. Yeah. Think about how little 
it is now currently affecting pop culture. Yeah. Whereas that show was out, it was like, oh my god, Tyrion and, and yeah. Lannisters and blah, blah, blah. And now that it's finished, because that last season was so bad mm-hmm. to most people... I did. There's parts I really enjoyed about it, but to so many people, that last season tarnished right. everything that came beforehand. I don't think that's the case with Star Wars, especially when you're talking about the fact that the prequels exist. Oh yeah, and absolutely. As, as much as I can say, yes, they're bad. I still enjoy them, mm-hmm. and that's my issue with the Last Jedi. Is I know there's bad Star Wars things, and I'm aware of that, right. but I still enjoyed them. Right. But yeah. the Last Jedi just angered me. Yeah. <laughs> we, I'm we still know. angry about we it. Know. We know. Two years later, you. I'm still bitching about it. <laughs> But um, one one of these episodes, we'll get through an entire episode without you saying how much you hate it. Please, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make that a goal. If we ever do, <laughs> Corey will donate his entire next paycheck to charity. Uh, whether he likes it or not. Yeah, All right. I hope he's listening <laughs> right now. If not, I'm not going to inform him. Just bug him about it on Facebook and social media. He's the Absolutely. stew artist. Yeah. At the stew At the stew <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, so this was actually meant to be in the news, a news hope, not, uh, that's no room. Damn it! Ah, see? You got cocky. Oh, you got cocky. I got cocky. Anyway, this is supposed to be in the last segment. What is it called again? That's no moon? That's no moon, that's, that's a rumor. rumor. Okay, there you go. Ah! <laughs> anger! Um, Freaking... Um, so th- they're doing a um, Disneyland After Dark specifically for Star Wars. Yeah, this is gonna be cool. It's so gonna be in. Cool. It's gonna be in August. It's gonna sell out. Oh, <laughs> ridiculously. literally tomorrow. Yeah, before. But yeah. The timing on this is awesome. It's only in Disneyland uh, in California because, because it's the day of the opening night of Celebration in right. Anaheim, Anaheim, which is super so super cool. smart. Uh, and, uh, by the way, I tried to get tickets to that. By the way, sold out in like. Hey, look who's back behind the glass. Corey. Oh, hey, Corey. <laughs> um, nothing to see here. Nothing to <clears throat> see here. So this this sounds like it would be a blast, though. There, it's an after-hour thing. It's going to be from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. You yep. get into the park, and they have Star Wars-themed fireworks and galactic dance parties, all this stuff like that. Galactic dance party sounds fantastic. That really does. We're going to be at a galactic yes. uh, dance party coming up, a uh, space dive pretty yes. soon. Yes! So, actually, Space we'll drugs! What? Uh, <laughs> so uh, the only thing is, Rise of the, the Rise of the Resistance ride is not going to be open. Yeah! Which is weird. Why Which wouldn't is, you have it open? You would think they would have it open before the, yeah. I guess they're going to, they just want to focus more on the party aspect and yeah. just kind of partying. So it'll be cool, man. I, I, I imagine people are going to get dressed up. And, and because they're not allowed to dress up at Galaxy's Edge, yeah. maybe they'll, Let them you know, they'll be allowed to do that here and it'll be a big, big costume party, basically. So we have a minute and 20 seconds left. All right. And we're going to do the Wookiee look at that of the week. Wookiee look at that. Yeah. Uh, do Wookiee look at that. So this week's Wookiee look at that is the, um, we already sh- talked about the specific 4K box set that's coming mm. out, but we finally got to look at some of the features and the fact that they have announced that you will be able to buy everything individually. Yep. Now, the disappointing thing to me is that it seems like not, uh, so outside of the main big set, which is going to have a bunch of new bonus features, it does look like the individual releases are going to be re-releases of old stuff right. like the anatomy of a dewback stuff which was on the old dvd set mm-hmm. and all that stuff but there will be some really cool stuff in the big box set yeah yeah i'm hoping so and they're they're also uh they're talking that um March 17th is when the digital version of Rise of Skywalker yep. will and be out. The 31st. The 31st. Is, uh, I got my update from Best Buy. This nice. is coming out the 31st. 4K. Because I had to Ultra get the big HD. set. Absolutely. But, uh, so, yeah, that is our episode this week. It uh, went by pretty quickly. Like, pretty. Um, the 
parsecs it takes to that was know. horrible that so was uh, hit us up on social media yeah. at wookie podcast also individually i'm at j adam stunts and i'm at the stew artist so <laughs> tell me how much you love ewoks yes please yes s-t-e-w and as always may the force be with you peace